Hello, thanks for tuning into this episode of the High Frequency Females and I appreciate all of you for taking the time to listen and as always I hope you get something out of it. I have the beautiful Sam from Sovereign and Stone with me for this episode and we're talking about the woo-woo from crystals, spirits, anxiety which comes along with it all to being an empath in this world we're currently living in. Sam is an insightful and beautiful soul who has been put on this earth to do incredible things. We also had a surprised furry guest pop in today and she was absolutely lovely. So enjoy. Hello and welcome. We have Samantha or Sam from Sovereign and Stone. Welcome to today's episode, Sam. Thanks, Diana. I'm I'm so excited. Uh, like to the borderline, like nervous, excited. You know. Yeah, you almost <laughs> drank a candle instead of your water. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little bit nervous myself because I'm totally fangirling over Sam. I follow her on social media. I sometimes wake up at eight o'clock in the morning to watch her her little card readings that she has and yep they're just amazing so tell us about you oh gosh I'm flattered now (laughs) I'm lost for words um yeah well my name is Sam uh owner of Sovereign and Stone and I guess that's you know one aspect of what I do or you know how I show up uh it's it's a really creative uh, outlet for me Sovereign and Stone is a jewelry brand um, I make all the jewelry myself, um, but it's also, you know, so much more than that in a sense that uh, I really just want it to be able to light people up and it certainly lights me up being in that creative space. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And your jewelry is absolutely beautiful. I love my little necklace I have on today. So it's aquamarine. It's my birthstone. So, and it just called to me as soon as I saw it. I was like, I needed to have it. Beautiful needed to have it. So. Beautiful. And it looks gorgeous. Oh, um, and, you know, and that's what the stones are supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> we just had Sam's dog surprise us. And she's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, my so, God. Oh, my God. Look at my lick, face. Lick, lick, lick. How did you get down? <laughs> That's impossible. No. So should we introduce <laughs> introduce her to? Indy. So we got Indy and she is this beautiful caramel pit bull. Yeah, yeah. she's a little pit bull. And she's 18 months old, absolutely gorgeous and so lovable. So oh my God. she's like a codependent. She's like my little she's she's an attachment to my side. Very licky also. I think she's that part of my psyche that's like, love me, love me. And it's so important, especially people that have like anxiety and stresses to come home to something that's such unconditional love is just absolutely beautiful. And you can see it like looking at you now, it's just, yeah, she's your soul family. Yeah, that's right. She's definitely relaxed me. I've got all that anxiety and it's just gone now. So yeah, she's she's good. Oh yeah, (laughs) shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. You know, animals are so good for doing that, like oh, just definitely. shaking their stress off. Yeah. It's just like, Could you imagine <laughs> if we just got around and all these people are just shaking? It's just like, excuse me, I've got to stand up and shake it off yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> so when you're doing like your jewelry and that creative process, like how like with your stones and your crystals and everything, how do you choose them? Like for which pieces and how do you get your inspiration? Mm. Uh, honestly, I feel like I just am drawn to something and then I'll, you know, like do a bit of research behind it. But essentially it's just a, I'm just drawn to it. I just want to work with it. I'm not entirely sure of what it's going to be. I haven't even honestly had a design process. Uh, it's just kind of like a visual in my head and I see something and, yeah, try and translate that in a in a piece of work and it's it's worked so far. So oh, perfect. Mm. And what's your favorite crystal out of all the crystals? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it changes, but at the moment I'm totally vibing agate with yeah. like a druzy um kind of feature through it. So I love agate because well, for one, I'm an earth sign and yeah. agate is um aligned with earth sign. Um, but it's just got these beautiful rings through it. So in its natural form, you can't really tell, you know, it's just, yeah. it just looks like a rock, yeah. you know, but when it's polished, when it's faceted, when it's shaped, it's just this, you know, beautiful, like the, you know, the center of a tree, you can see all these rings, you can see these, it's almost like this transition through life, the different um, the different layers of life. Yeah. And oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I don't actually know it's like actual metaphysical meaning, but I, that's why I like it because it kind of reminds me of the rings of a tree yeah. and, yeah, each ring tells a story, right? Yeah. So, mm. Well, that's why I love I think it's kyanite because it's one of the one crystals that doesn't hold any negative energy and it aligns all the chakras, but it's, I don't know, the shards of glass and it's so porous and it's – because it is so fragile, it's so beautiful and I don't know, there's just something about it. I'm always drawn to it. I always buy pieces and they always break. Yeah. I don't have them very long and they disappear or they break and and I'm like, okay, maybe I don't need this crystal anymore and it's mm. aligned. It's a, almost that energy of like, you know, um, letting go so you need yeah. it for as long as you need it and then, you know, once it's, and once it's had its pass, it's kind of like, oh, well, you can – you can just let that go now. So, yeah. You know, it's kind of like sand slipping through your hands or something. Yeah. It's 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 te- it's temporary, but it's an energy that you need at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what do you think? Like crystals should be in everyone's homes or kits or whatever they use. What what are your go tos? Uh, well, I always say just whatever you're drawn to, but if I was going to name a few of my favourites to kind of like work with different energies, um, I'd, I suppose I'd work with, um, I always work with the chakras. So, you know, aligning crystals with the chakras because, um, each chakra has a different, you know, meaning and an intention, um, and I'll speak to this a little bit, I guess, as I work through the crystals. Um, but I think number one for me is amethyst. Yeah. Amethyst, I have probably like four zillion pieces just situated all around my home um, in pot plants, beside my bed, on my coffee table, in my bookshelf, in my car. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. Um, and I really love amethyst because it's, for me, it's got a very calming energy. Um, I love having it in my bedroom beside my bedside table. I feel like it helps me sleep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but also it's attuned to your third eye, so it's um, very uh, aligned with, um, you know, getting in touch with your intuition. Um, and I think having that around for me is just a reminder of that, you know, how can I be more, you know, in touch with my intuition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to have amethyst in my bedroom because mm-hmm. I have people waking me up at night time standing behind beside me uh, in the bed so yeah. I've had amethyst in in my bed for years and mm. then yeah I put it under my bed or next to me as soon as I don't maybe it's just in my mind I don't know but I'll yeah feel people touching me or someone will be like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and there's someone next to me and I'm like oh my god uh-huh, and uh-huh. I can't sleep and it's panic so yeah yeah no I love that and it is it is um psychic protection as well so that you know, if you're quite open or your aura is quite open or your um, third eye or, you know, your clairvoyant psychic ability is quite open, I feel like it does offer that nice protection. Um, and I, I probably think that's subconsciously why I have it in my room as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I have always had quite vivid dreams. Um, so yeah. I feel like for me it's it's just, a you know, something that's going to soften that, absorb that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What crystal do we need if we're getting like psychic attacks? Do you reckon? Mm. I amethyst is is one that prevents psychic attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would I would say amethyst, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any yeah. other suggestions? I, I'm a big believer in black tourbaline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, I went and had Reiki a few years ago and was telling. No, she said to me, "Do you um, have trouble sleeping?" And I said, "Yes, my dreams are always quite vivid, which you know yeah. gives me this sensation of being awake all night." Yeah. Um, and she suggested black obsidian, ah. which is another um, stone for the base chakra, essentially. So yeah. it's a very grounding stone. It absorbs negative energy, just like black tourmaline would as well. So, yeah. 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 I always have um, a tiger's eye in my bra. I don't right now, but yeah, usually during my day, especially if I'm at work, it's always. Yeah, yeah. Tiger's eye. My mum buys it. My nana buys it. I put it in my bra. Yeah. And <laughs> I love these superstitions. Like you know, whatever works for you. Yeah. I was once um, meditating with a piece a piece of black tourmaline. I just moved to Cairns from um, WA and gone through a huge transition and just felt you know there was like quite a lot of negative energy that I was yeah. holding. I'd probably come out of a bit of a depression and was you know moving into a a new space or a new place of being and I remember this black tourmaline in my hand just getting really hot yeah and I opened my eyes and it had actually cracked like it had it had broken wow. in half yeah yeah it That's was it. insane yeah That's and so I cool. I could feel the vibration of the stone when I was meditating with it and my intention was you know please take this negative energy away from me and yeah and it, it just it was so strange and I had no idea at the time and I'd googled it and you know I it, it spoke about the vibrations of the stone and how you know it really vibrates on that specific level and yeah yeah it was it was very interesting yeah do you ever get people because you do all the markets like Younger Borough and Gordon Vale the Mount Sheridan do you do the tanks and Palm Cove <clears throat> I haven't done tanks or Palm Cove as yet uh, I would love to yeah. I have applied um Unfortunately, there's there's quite a plethora of jewelry out there, so um, I'm I'm feeling like you know, and 
until I get my unique selling point across, you know, it, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm not going to stand out in the crowd. So, um, I, yeah, just kind of working on that. But I'm definitely going to yeah, yeah. work towards getting getting those. Yeah, because you've definitely got a different type of stall and your business is a little bit different because of the way that you, you know, it's handmade, but you do it in a way that you have so much love and energy. So when you're at your stall, and I remember at Gordon Vale, I was just like, oh, my God, there's so much light. There's so much happiness that as soon as you walk in, you have this sense of calm. Mm. Like it was, yeah, it's it was such a weird feeling. And I was like, oh, it just sort of not put me out of place, but I was like dizzying in such a positive way and it's so hard to even put it into words how I felt but I think wherever you go you will make that point of difference definitely because it's how you make the people feel mm-hmm. and thank you for one <laughs> that's beautiful it definitely gives me a, a sense of joy you know and I feel when I'm at markets or when I'm with my jewelry I am certainly very lit up yeah. It is, you know, such a space f- for me, I guess, to be free and I, I feel this sense of freedom and I know the feeling that it gives me, this feeling of... <clears throat> it's Yeah, it's very hard to explain but I feel like it's not something that I can put into words easily. It's just a, you kind of got to be in it to experience it yeah Mm. definitely so now you're getting into all your tarot readings and all your fun card stuff like how is your journey (coughs) been to you know coming to the point that you're like I want to do this and then you're doing it for yourself how how have you found learning how to do it Mm. Uh, so tarot has been a bit of a journey for me I have a very good friend uh, in WA who introduced me to it um a few years ago and I don't know if you want to put her in the show notes or anything but her name is Courtney from Seeking Wilder yeah um she's an astrologer and she's uh, a beautiful intuitive tarot reader um and and she did she came over to Cairns and did an intro to tarot course and I guess I had a bit of an introduction to the cards then um but it's really only been, I mean, in the last probably six months that I've I've done a bit more research and <clears throat> into you know what what the tarot actually is. Um, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, doesn't want me to talk. <laughs> it's like okay, what energy is stopping you? <laughs> I know. I get this all the time when I read. <clears throat> now I've lost my train of thought. Um, do you oh, ever yeah. feel like sometimes it's someone's trying to speak through you oh, when those yeah. things happen? Yeah. 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 It's like, this is, I'm blocking you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes, because <clears throat> I have been reading angel cards and fairy cards for years, like 15 years, mm-hmm. just casually. There's a few friends that, you know, I'll do my crystal um, Merlinite pendulum readings and stuff for, as well as um, a little bit of tarot, where they'll message me and ask a few questions and I'll do small readings and stuff but sometimes it's like okay I can feel the presence of someone trying to talk and it affects how you feel how you see how you taste like sometimes I'll be like I get the strong smell of cigarette or this taste of alcohol Um, last weekend I had a friend who I did a small reading for and I had this 
pain. I could, I'm thinking of pasta, but this really weird gut pain of this doesn't feel good. And I'm like, hang on, no, this isn't my energy. This is someone else's energy. And it's like, okay, obviously her guides are telling me to stop having gluten <laughs> or something. He's like, cut back on the pasta. And then she sent me a message. Don't mind my message. I'm about to post um, something on Instagram about eating <laughs> pasta after tomorrow oh, like tomorrow I'll, I'll stop and um, yeah it's like crazy I love that because you know you, you think these thoughts or messages that pop into your head are just a little bit like left of center and you're thinking god I don't know how that translates and I'm gonna feel I'm gonna sound probably a little bit crazy if I say this but <clears throat> a similar thing happened to me I was actually getting my tarot read at the Early Beach Markets uh, a few months ago when I was down there and the lady that was reading my tarot, you know, was I, I could tell she was quite clairvoyant and um, I said to her, I have to just tell you this, but I've, I'm getting a really weird pain in my foot right now. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just, it's, it's very yeah. odd, like I haven't had it. And she said, oh, are you an empath? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, it's so funny that you say that because I fell over here and hurt my foot the other week and it's just started to get better. Oh, well. Yeah. It was so interesting and she said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'll take that back now and she did and and, and the pain just went. Yeah. So Yeah, because I was in a store recently and um, it, it, there's this – I've sort of followed her around. Her name's Peter. She works at um, – Oh, what is that place that's in Irville, Karma House, but you know where how it's now in Cairns Central? Yeah. She used to work at um, Crystal Caves in on Lake Street and I used to go in there and buy crystals. She gave me a weird reading that I was like, holy shit. But this one day I went into um, Karma House just to have a look around and whatnot and I was feeling really anxious and when I go into those stores I'm like, oh, I feel calm. But holy, she did like this full, like without even telling me, I just felt really stressed and anxious and I was like, had this pain in my chest and I couldn't like, it's almost, not that I was having a panic attack or a heart attack or anything, it was just this heaviness in my heart and I thought I bought a few things and she's like, does your heart feel better now? And I'm like, what? Like, does your heart, she's like, I can feel that you're really tight in your chest oh, and wow. while we've been talking, I've pulled it. And I'm like, yes, it does. And I was like, it's the weirdest <laughs> bloody feeling. I've got goosebumps. Yeah. Well, um, I had actually um, met her a few years ago when I walked into the into Crystal Caves when it was on. They had that little store on Lake Street, and she was like, "Oh, your grandma or you, someone elderly, a woman's coming through, and she's saying that she's been gone for two, two. Not long, but two and two. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, my granny passed away two years and two months ago. It was oh, so weird. And she was just like, she was saying she loves you so much and she's so proud of you and all of this stuff. And then she's like, but the photo you have in, the fo- of, in your phone, she's saying her eyes are not real. And I was like, oh, my God. I'd done it. I took a photo of her on Snapchat. It had a filter on and it tweaked her eyes. Uh-huh. And, and when she was still here, she's like, oh, my eyes look weird. <laughs> and so it was just like, oh, my gosh. Right. Should we get up and shake this yeah, off? Yeah, shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> but 
wow. It's crazy. Oh, I think that's why I had this thing in my throat before because we had to digress just into story rather than like... Yeah, so structured. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, I love that. Um, <clears throat> I think for me it's it's been a very big journey into like knowing my own, uh, I guess, ability yeah. um, because I was very resistant to it as a child. I mm-hmm. would see you know, spirits and things and hear things and was very sensitive to energy. And they can be quite frightening Mm -hmm. because as a child I was exactly the same. It scared the living shit out of me. Oh, yeah, When this man, This man used to walk past my bedroom window all the time. Like, just scare the shit out of me to the point I'm like, I I watched so much Unsolved Mysteries as a kid (laughs) with my dad that I thought I was going to be murdered. (laughs) And I used to, like, say to mum, there's someone out my window. And I'm like, no, there's not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm like. Looking back, I'm like, no, that's someone trying to communicate with me. Yeah. So. Um, I had I remember a very vivid episode as a child of um, being home before school with my sister and my parents had gone to work and I heard someone running up the back stairs. So yeah. I've like evacuated my sister out of the house as fast as I could, got the neighbour yeah. and the neighbours come up and, you know, come into the house yeah. and I was adamant there was someone in the house and, you know, no one in the house at all. It's yeah. just something you know yeah Mm. it's crazy it's like what what do you think stops us from you know channeling into that is it fear fear yeah Mm, absolutely I think it can be terrifying you know not leaning into the unknown yes I guess and and especially as a kid I was you know pretty scared to to lean into the unknown and yeah I guess as I've gotten older, I like it's. I I still get confused. I still not. I'm not sure like when to use my voice about it and when it might just be a random thought or a random feeling. Or um, I'm definitely clearer with energy. Like if it's my energy or if it's not my energy now, and I yeah. can communicate that quite well with people or I feel this is this yours or I have this coming up and you know have you been feeling like this are you okay kind of thing but certainly when it comes to uh I I guess spirits and 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 things now um it it's easier to communicate with people that are open to it yes um because I feel like there's this sense of connection there yeah um and I was speaking to what happened last night. I was on the couch listening to a little bit of Louise Hay as you do on your Saturday night when you're alone and um, just in a bit of a meditative state and very relaxed and all of a sudden the lounge room lights have turned on and I've immediately sat up and held my breath, looked around. There's no one in the house. The dog's on my bed. I mean, she can't turn a light on anyway, but... Um, yeah, it was just so confused as to how it had happened and what the message was. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a, a, a bit of a strange one, but I, you know, have no other explanation except it being some kind of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> someone trying to tell me something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Sometimes when that happens, I say, make it clearer. I always will say, make it clear. And I get that message of, okay. This is what I need to know. Yeah. But in that fear, sometimes you're just like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I just sat and waited. Oh, 
and was a little terrified. I would have shit myself. I would have ran down the street. (laughs) Where's the closest police station? (laughs) Fuck that. You know what? If another message did come through, oh, you need to hear this, I would have been like, fuck it. No, do you know what happened to me? Totally not oh. spirit related or anything, but I have the fight reflex because when I was living down south in uh, Rocky, I um, was upstairs in a townhouse, recently moved in. My partner at the time had, was away and um, it was 11 o'clock at night. My phone was almost dead. I was about to go to bed. I had a shower and I just heard this huge crash bang downstairs and I was like, holy fuck, someone's breaking in. So I ran downstairs, turned the light on couldn't see anything like okay but then my dog was barking like really weird up the hallway and she never barks like that I'm like oh my god someone's here I've just grabbed these new knives straight out of the knife block (laughs) I've got the serrated bread knife (laughs) on the other side big butcher's knife I'm coming I'm like yelling I've got a knife I'm gonna fucking kill you (laughs) ran around the kitchen like the island in the kitchen hit my hip and bloody took my thumb almost the whole way off I still have no feeling at the top of my thumb because I'm thinking oh my god I'm gonna cut you with a bread knife (laughs) just serrate them up oh yeah (laughs) just chop through them nicely it's like hang on (laughs) just stay there while I do a couple (laughs) but uh, all it was was a light you know when you down lights you've got that glass bit that covers you yeah that had just fallen off well, slightly dramatic Yeah, response. so that's, you know, when that sort of stuff happens. So ever since that point, I don't get any messages that scare the shit out of me after that night. So I'm very grateful. <laughs> Are you reflecting on your fight or flight response? You're yeah. like, where the fuck has that come yeah, from? Yeah, fight. I'm like, fight. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> a fucking bread knife? Mine's clearly freeze. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here yeah, and it, wait for the message. Because it's actually not fight and flight. It's fight, flight and freeze. Freeze, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I just like to, yeah, <laughs> cut my thumb off. <laughs> oh, no. Terrifying. I don't have any experiences of um, near-death chopping thumbs, no. No. <laughs> I love your earrings today too. Thank you. They're Aquamarine. Beautiful. We're going for the aquamarine. Right. It's, it's courage. Courage yeah. to speak. It's aligned with the throat chakra. So that's Isn't why it? I love this. I always, when I've had my Reiki <clears throat> done and I always have my throat chakra is always blocked from my heart. It's right. a blockage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. And I think my root chakra is a bit screwed up too because my spending is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I need to spend $200 at Kmart. Mm, correct. I always um, blame that one on my star sign. I'm a Taurus and I'm a little materialistic. Like, I like nice things. You come to my house and you're like, yeah, she spends probably a lot of oh. money on rugs and plants so, and crystals. And so <laughs> Sam has like this beautiful leather beige sofa, gorgeous home. She's got like all her weave. What what do you call that? It's like macrame. Yeah, and like macrame. Hanging on like this driftwood. It's beautiful and crystals. And oh my God, her place, it feels like home. I would live here for sure. Thank you. So welcome. I do have a spare room. It is, I mean, it's full of crap at the moment, but you're more than welcome (laughs) to bunk in there if you ever need. (laughs) Uh, So when you went through this journey, like what do your parents or, you know, your family think of it? Because I guess like it is not like a conventional sort of how people think that we should live life. Mm. Sometimes I know for myself, like through this journey, 
uh, especially at school, it's like, okay, to fit in, you have to be this certain way. So, you know, tapping into psychic abilities and all that sort of stuff is like, was like, okay, I can't be like that way. Otherwise, I'm a freaking weirdo and people mm. are going to see me differently. That was only like my feelings. That probably wasn't the case, but that's just what I felt at the time. But, um, you know, how with your life, how do you think that played out like with your family, friends, etc.? Mm, I feel like my parents are quite conventional. You know, they yeah. would like me to have a a good job and you know make good money and be able to support myself and just as long as I am as I've gotten older just as long as I'm happy and I'm stable and I'm supporting myself I think you know now it's I think they've come to the terms that you know whatever makes you happy so for me that's a big one because I think growing up I always would try and conform and people please and it ended up just causing a lot of I guess anxiety in my own life or this like this feeling that I just wasn't living my purpose or I wasn't on my path I was consistently on someone else's path and it was very confusing Um, and I think I just showed up in this very confused energy all the time trying to be someone that I wasn't Uh, and then that again it just attracts the wrong people into your life and you know people probably didn't understand because I wasn't actually living the life that I knew I wanted to live if that makes sense and you were explaining to me earlier that this journey has always has sort of come from your own feelings of being anxious Mm, yeah yeah and did you feel a lot of anxiety and stuff growing up because you felt like you had to conform or and people please yeah totally I um, I guess I've always had this n- desire to control or this desire to um, be in control of the unknown or what, you know, what I don't know. So um, that created a lot of things growing up um, to do with, you know, eating disorders and excessive exercising and, you know, wanting to control how I showed I guess how I showed up in the world to what I thought was acceptable um and that caused a lot of pain it caused you know drinking excessively taking drugs all of that you know it's it's a very universal Mm -hmm. story I think to women is you know when when we feel like we don't fit in we've Mm -hmm. got to do these certain things that um to make us feel accepted that may not necessarily be aligned with us so Yeah, I I certainly have done, you know, a lot of things that haven't been my path that have been deterrents, but also, you know, brought in a lot of lessons. So I feel if I, you know, didn't have that anxiety, if I didn't have those experiences, if I, you know, wasn't in a sense needing that control and then needing to give me something to release that control or give me something that would, you know, give me a little bit of reprieve from everything in my head, then I certainly wouldn't have dove into this kind of personal development world is where it started, I suppose. Um, Yeah, and and now more so into um, self-reflection and inquiry um, and, you know, releasing blame and surrendering and 
um, being in the uncomfortable states uh, that I would have avoided, you know, a few yeah. years ago. And how do you deal with anxiety and and the way, like, feelings and stuff? Uh, so it, it used to be drinking. It yeah. used to be sex. It used to be people. It used to be any kind of way that I could distract myself from my feelings. Now it is... Um, I guess now so much I'm not experiencing as much anxiety because I feel I'm living with more purpose. I feel, you know, I'm starting to actually take control of my life um, in a sense where I'm, you know, doing self-inquiry. I have the ability to kind of decipher what feels right now rather Mm -hmm. than what I think is right. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, I listened to a podcast which my last episode was on was uh, Ben Crow and he was all about uh, – he's a mind coach for like Ash Barty and athletes and stuff and he said once you start focusing on yourself and within instead of getting validation from external sources, that's when you have true happiness and your anxiety falls away is like when you focus inwards rather than – what you can control outwards and you know you said just said it perfectly is like yeah Mm. in your own words it's absolutely incredible that you're able to do that Mm. yeah yeah and I think um you know pulling gratitude into a practice as well which you know I used to think was wishy-washy bullshit but it is actually just such a a practice you know you you need to keep on top of it you need to keep it up you need to pull it into everyday life but not just be you know oh I'm grateful for this I'm grateful for that blah 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 actually you know sit with what gives you gratitude and it's sometimes really fucking hard to you know even think of something that you're grateful for when you're not in a space of being happy or being um aware of you know what you want or how you want to feel so uh and and I think that you know gratitude just comes so naturally when you actually are in a space of you know how you want to feel essentially yeah Yeah, Mm. definitely and I think when you are in those down times gratitude you sometimes just have to be grateful for you know clean air just bring it back to basics it's like water and shelter and just till you get back on your feet and sometimes you got to start at the base up really absolutely absolutely and you know I don't want to spiritually bypass anything here like I'm fully aware that when you're in a bad place you're in a bad place sometimes it's just terribly hard to bring yourself out of that and you know if you can't that's absolutely fine too um but reach out like reach out for help there's people there that's always going to support you there's people that are going to understand you know everyone these are universal feelings and I think that's you know shit dead leg (laughs) (laughs) all right what the fuck is going on now I've got a dead leg well I guess Ah, in the world that we're living in at the moment there's so much going on and Mm. I I've found that you know even though you know the world's you know what's happening in Afghanistan and and COVID and whatnot, um, people feel guilty for, you know, having minor feelings of like a breakup or a bad day at work or anything. They feel guilty. I know I'm an empath, so 
I feel guilty when I feel anxious about something that's so trivial, but it's all it, – you can't focus on the world's problems. You can't own the world's problems. And that's right. That's right. And I think, you know, that's something that I mentioned this morning. All we might be able to do is just send our prayer out there, you know, send our positive vibrations, send our goodwill out into the world to – help raise the vibration and sometimes maybe it does feel like you feel a sense of guilt for feeling happy or for being fulfilled or you know having a good life when there's people out there suffering so much but we can't heal suffering with more suffering it's just that's you know that's not the way it works yeah definitely yeah so (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting kisses from your dog yeah. again. <laughs> She's trying to steal my pen. <laughs> Come here. Um, so, you know, moving forward with, you know, your grand plans with Sovereign and Stone, where do you see yourself? Good question. Um, I have been working with a business coach, um, actually, and, you know, developing a little bit of a plan but essentially, I'd you know love to be full time in my business. I'd love to be creating. I'd love to be, you know, just uh, just as long as I've, I'm getting these feelings of being fulfilled and what I'm creating is serving people, then that's you know what aligns for me. And if I can also make a make a, a business out of that, and you know, be able to sustain myself and and give back, then I guess that's that's what I feel like would be a successful business to me. Um, and I feel like yes, I am there. I'd love to grow sovereign more. I'd love it to be uh, more online, so I have you know a, a, a bigger kind of. Um, I want to say audience, no, but a, a bigger customer base where it's it's more available to people. But it's not just jewelry; it's a message. Like the message is, you know, the message is to feel essentially, and the message is to be with yourself and know that you are an empowered being, that you are beautiful, that you are accepted, that every everybody is a good body. You know, every person is is innately good so I just that I I feel like that's the message that I want to share yeah Um, yeah well I think you're doing incredible things and I appreciate you so much for coming on today and thank you is there anything else you want to tell the audience where they can follow you or yeah so you can follow us over at Sovereign and Stone uh, so you'll find all our jewellery, all our crystals, all our creations on there, um, as well as, you know, your kind of daily check-ins with um, a bit of tarot guidance as well. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely jump over because their tarot is really good. I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and thank you to Indy who's here and <laughs> as well. And mm. if you jump onto Sam's uh, Instagram, you'll definitely be able to see some photos. So, <laughs> oh yeah, she Gorgeous. she is my um my main. When I say she's my main employee, she does yeah. feature a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and she helps you with the markets too. Oh, so. totally. And <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you.